This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. It's a beautiful day in the Midwest. I had a nice walk through the woods this morning. The leaves are all new green buds. Flowers are popping out everywhere. And it's full bloom spring here in the Midwest. Thanks for joining us this morning on Affirm America podcast on this Thursday, May 12th, 2022. If you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com, put in your email address, and we'll send out an email notification on a next episode that releases. You can also reach me at Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com. Love to hear from you. All right, today's day's news that you can use, the top five headlines for this Thursday, May the 12th, 2022. Headline number five, four Russian governors resign after new wave of sanctions. Four Russian regional governors resigned on Tuesday as the country braces for the impact of economic sanctions. The heads of Tomsk, Saratov, Kirov, and Marie L. Regions announced their immediate departures from office, while the head of Rezan region said he would not run for another term. Elections are scheduled to take place in all five regions in September. Though Russian regional governors are elected, they are politically subordinate to the Kremlin. The Russian economy is set to contract by 8.8% in 2022, the economy ministry has said. Sanctions against Russia have continued to squeeze the country. Members of the G7 announced new sanctions on Sunday that would limit Moscow's ability to export goods, spread propaganda, and access the oil and gas industry. While Russian President Vladimir Putin claims that Russia can withstand the West's sanctions, The West sanctions other experts believe the effect of the war could have immense impact inside Russia and outside it. Okay, so this is what you get when you have a dictator that slaughters innocent men, women, and children in Ukraine. You have people defecting from your government, people that don't follow your ideas of world domination. When you have an insane dictator, a mentally ill dictator like Vladimir Putin, an ex-KGB commander that has the idea he is going to be the new czar of Russia, that he'll bring in the new revived Russian empire. The people aren't, they're not going for it. They're resigning. The troops are losing their their morale. The Ukrainians are on the run and they're defeating the Russian army. So good riddance to Vladimir Putin And let's hope it happens sooner rather than later. All right, headline number four. American drug overdoses reach all-time high. More than 107,000 people in the U.S. died from drug overdoses last year. Preliminary Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data released Wednesday showed roughly a 15% increase from 2020. The proliferation of the potent synthetic opioid fentanyl has been compounded by the destabilizing effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on users 
and people in recovery, according to health authorities and treatment providers. The U.S. has recorded more than one million overdose deaths since 2000, and more than half of those came in the past seven years. Experts say illicitly manufactured fentanyl is often mixed with cocaine, metamphetamine, or even counterfeit prescription opioids sold on the street. People who intend to buy non-opioid street drugs might have no idea they are getting a toxic combination cut with fentanyl. And for a person who has built no tolerance for opioids, whether prescription pain pills, heroin, or street fentanyl, taking street drugs cut with fentanyl can be fatal. Dan Crenshaw, quote, Our open border and the fentanyl pouring across it is killing Americans in record numbers. Biden doesn't care. They only care what the radical immigration groups think, not you. So again, this is the, uh, the biggest impeachable offense, I think, for any president. And get ready in the midterms because the fact that the southern border is wide open and fentanyl is pouring into this country from China and opioids and all the other problems that we have, like drug trafficking in general, fentanyl is just one of the drugs that are being trafficked The cartels completely control the southern border. We have sex trafficking coming through. We have diseases like COVID and tuberculosis. And we have crime in our cities, especially in the sanctuary cities. And it's just absurd what's going on. And we all need to contact our representatives and let them know we want them to close the doggone southern border. So I encourage you to get on the phones and call your representatives. It's not that hard to do. The telephone number is very simple, 202-224-3121. That's the White House switchboard. Just tell them which state you're from. They'll put you right through to a voicemail. They don't even ask you a question. Leave a three-minute message. Just tell them to close the southern border. You're sick and tired of drug fentanyl coming across the border. Whatever whatever you want to say based on your individual state and your individual understanding. Uh, Let's give these guys an earful so we can get that border closed. Again, the telephone number there is 202-224-3121. It's the White House switchboard. All right, headline number three, consumer price index shows inflation at 8.3% approaching a 40-year high. Fox Business, inflation rose more than expected in April, running near a 40-year high amid supply chain constraints, Russian war in Ukraine, and strong consumer demand. The Labor Department said Wednesday that the Consumer Price Index, a broad measure of the price for everyday goods, including gasoline, groceries, and rents, rose 8.3% in April from a year ago, slightly below the 8.5% year-over-year surge recorded in March. Prices jumped 0.3% in the one-month period from March, And the price gains also meant that workers continued to lose ground. Real wages adjusted for inflation decreased 0.1% on the month, despite a nominal increase of 0.3% in average hourly earnings. Over the past year, real earnings have dropped 2.6%, even though average hourly earnings are up 5.5%. So again, this is uh, inflation as a result of printing money 
as a result of cutting our energy independence. These two things could be done right away, cutting regulations, stimulating the economy, just like the Trump administration did. As soon as Biden came into office, he cut all of Trump's programs, just spent like drunken sailors, were in huge debts, printing money like there's no tomorrow, like water, and this is what you get. You get inflation. And the stock market has been steadily declining now. Every day that you see drops in the, in the markets, that means our retirement accounts are going down, your 401ks, your IRAs, your pensions, everything's being affected by this absolute unconscionable Biden administration. So let us keep our eye on the ball. The midterms just right around the corner six months from now, and everybody needs to get out and vote. And we need to take back both the Congress and the Senate to put a check on Biden administration. All right, headline number two, food prices are up 10.8%. Breitbart, food prices rose 9.4% compared with a year earlier. Data from the Department of Labor showed on Wednesday. That is the fastest rate of inflation for food since 1981. Grocery store prices were up by even more, 10.8%. Eating out is not really a better option. Fast food prices are up 7%, and full-service restaurant prices are up 87%. Even vending machine prices are up 7.1%. So again, this is all connected. Uh, inflation, food prices, fertilizer from Ukraine is causing farmers to have more expense. And in the growing season, we're going to see even more shortages. And you need to prepare yourself. You need to really be aware and start stockpiling some of your, some of your food. In fact, one of our sponsors, MasterPatriot.com, has some very good uh, books on how to preserve food for pennies on the dollar. There are some old techniques, ancient techniques that have been used for years where you can preserve food in your pantries, preparing for big food shortages. So now that spring's come, might not be a bad idea to start preserving some foods that you can uh, help your family get by in tough times. And uh, that's masterpatriot.com. You can go there. They also have a free report up on the top right-hand page of their website. Subscribe there, and then you'll get the information on the food preservation books that they have available there. That's masterpatriot.com. All right. Headline number one, Senator Schumer's radical abortion bill fails in the Senate. In a closure vote of 49 to 51, 60 votes were necessary to end debate on the bill and move ahead, but that threshold was never going to be met. The Senate failed Wednesday to pass a bill that would have made Roe versus Wade the law of the land, sinking the first legislative attempt to enshrine a national right to abortion since the leak of a draft Supreme Court opinion that would overturn the landmark decision. Democrats were unable to overcome a filibuster on the Women's Health Protection Act of 2022. The effort failed 49 to 51. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, joined every Republican in opposition, meaning the measure would have failed even if it had mustered the 60 votes needed to send the measure to the floor for an up or down vote. It is not Roe versus Wade codification. It is an expansion, Manchin said before the vote. We should not be dividing this country further than we've already divided. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called it one of the most consequential votes the Senate has held in decades. For MAGA Republicans, this has always been about making abortion illegal everywhere, he said in a floor speech. After the vote, Schumer said Democrats are going to continue to highlight this issue relentlessly and strong, strongly between now and November because it is so important. Yeah, only important to the far-left radicals. Three-quarters of the American people don't agree for unlimited abortion at any time, at any period of the pregnancy, even up to birth. This is what they were trying to pass. This is very, very radical. This is outside the American people's conscience. For it to fail just shows you that it's not a favorable idea for most of the American public. The majority of it, 75%, go at 15 weeks at the most. But the Democrats tried to pass unlimited abortion, even after, after birth, to be able to take the life of a child. That's infanticide. That's how far your far left your Democratic Party has gone. Just be aware of that. Not sure why Schumer tried to push that. Now he has all his Democratic colleagues on record of supporting uh, unlimited abortion. So just remember that in the midterm elections. Any Democrats or independents that are thinking about voting for this radical left Democratic Party. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, May the 12th, 2022. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. God bless you, and have a great rest of your day. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquise Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.